Ahoy, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. Look at this. It's your favourite fact podcast. Back once again, we have really, really scraped through the dregs of the internet to find you a few facts, pub ammo, that you can take and you can share. Decide whether they're nonsense or not. Uh, My name is Dan. Now, after the glittering success of last episode's facts about famous dogs, I've got more stuff about famous dogs and uh, state toys. Connor, what do you have? It's funny you say that about dogs. I'm going to absolutely prove today why dogs are better than cats final and we're going to talk about the real slim shady and andrea joins us how are you yeah okay <laughs> all right that's what you need today let's get on <laughs> what, 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 what what facts have you got i've got a fact about japanese railways and where fortune cookies actually come from all right let's all crack on it's a brand new episode of baffle Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Peep behind the curtain, I think, would help everybody out. But um, somebody's very tired today. <laughs> a what? Somebody's very tired. Little Wait, peep, peep behind the curtain. Do you know what I'm saying? No. Oh, a little look behind the curtain. Little sort of, you know, when you look behind the curtain, you see what's behind it. People yeah. are looking behind the curtain to see what's going on behind Baffle. We're letting them in. Oh, upon, oh. We're, we're breaking open the magic of this show. I was worried you were so tired then that your brain just malfunctioned. Then you forgot what peep behind the curtain was. But no, I didn't actually know what it yeah. was. Okay. Andrew's been on holiday. She's been to Taiwan. <sighs> Uh, uh, like a like a little paragraph review because we've never been. Many people haven't been to Taiwan. What's it yeah, like? Yeah, um, it was amazing. The food is amazing. Um, yeah, it was good. How's that flight know. for you though? It's a great flight, isn't it? Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, seventeen yeah, hours 17, no sleep. Yeah, seventeen hours no sleep, sitting in the same spot. Great. So this time, twelve hours ago, you was in the air. Uh yeah, yeah I think great. so. Welcome along. Back to Baffled, eh? Well, let me say this. I know that you were there for for a reason. Like you, you had stuff to do, but did you manage to devote much time to like fact finding around Taiwan? Do you know what? I actually spent like an hour before this trying to figure out, find out what uh, facts, because I'm pretty sure there was facts, and my brain is just not having it. I can't yeah. remember any of them. I, I love it. Uh, got any facts about your trip to Taiwan? <laughs> yeah, uh, Taiwan has lovely food. Uh, well, I will say, just there's a lot of Seven Elevens. Okay. Oh, really? So there's, there's so many. Yeah, there's like, I think it's one of the most concentrated, like... Um, any Woolworths? What? Woolworths. What's that? What about <laughs> HMV? It's got an R price there. WH H- Smiths? No, no WH Smiths, no. No so, savers. <laughs> wh- wh- look, <laughs> I don't want to put loads of work on your shoulders, right? But it is nice when you go on holiday just to dedicate nine to ten hours a day for strictly fact-finding. 
So you could just do that next time you go away. Okay. Like I, I've I mentioned that to my fiance when I'm going on holiday. She's like, oh, can we go to this waterfall? Can we go swimming on this beach? Sorry, love. Hence why I still think that Dan's marriage won't happen. But it's just, you know, it's just I'm for on, me. I'm on a fact-finding mission. Mm. Listen, if you've just joined us, thank you so much for sticking us on. Uh, we will bring you six facts throughout the show. Decide whether they are worth remembering and sharing or if they should be thrown away. Connor, what do you got? Uh, so we've had lots of debate, me and Dan, over the years about dogs and cats. I hate cats. Dan loves cats. You know, blah, 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 blah. Dogs are better than cats for one reason. Do you know that dogs, scientifically, it's been proven, they actually understand emotions of humans better than you think they do. So they can distinguish a happy and a sad thought. So that feeling that you get when you're around a dog and you feel sad and the dog comes over and they lick you and they kind of get close because they are aware, due to your emotion, that you are sad. They read it. They care. What does your cat do? She's very cute. If, 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 if I'm sad, she might hiss. No, yeah, she if you grab hold of her, pull her over because you want to cuddle, she'll give you a wallop. She's not interested. What? The dog comes over, brings a toy. But why does this make them better? Because cats are rubbish. No, but dogs are needy. As in, the only reason that they're doing that is because... Needy. It's because they're trans- they're sucking your energy out of you. So if you're wallowing, they're wallowing as well. So they're like, oh, please play with me. And the thing is, I love dogs and I love cats equally. I, I don't understand why why people insist on this fight. You have to be a dog or a cat person. Well, you do. Why can't so you, you wouldn't both? say you're a cat person and you're, you're both. I'm a dog and a cat person. That's, That's the not. worst answer. Yeah, I agree. You're not a dog and a cat person. Do you have a, you have a cat? Yeah, I would have a dog, but I live in a one-bedroom flat in London. Um, How am I... I, And And also, the cat's bloody annoying. I don't even know the cat, and I'm sick of the cat. Every single time we're on a Zoom, every single time we're recording, cat's just getting all of the nuts out, all of the, you know, (laughs) private parts all over the webcam. I'm there like... Is it it a woman or a girl? It's a cat. A woman or a man? (laughs) Cat. Female or male? It's a a female. Yeah, I don't want to see all that on my webcam. (laughs) Well, that's not what I've seen from your searches. What's your cat's name? Tiggy. Pardon? Tiggy. Tig- so what? Tiggy. Oh, Tiggy. Like, okay. How is this hard? Rubbish cat. Tiggy. Rubbish name. Dogs are better. It's, That's it. It doesn't need to be a fight. It's, it's, it, what's the name? Tiggy. Tiggy. Is stupid. that short for something? Tigger? No, just Tiggy. Just Tiggy. She's a bouncy creature, so, oh, she's Tiggy. Well, then Tigger, no? Well, yeah, but we call her Tiggy. <laughs> and you're saying that... Every- I come to this show. You're so close to it being share. Tigger. Yeah. <laughs> come here. I slave away all week, scratching around the internet, bringing facts, wanting to educate you, wanting to enliven people. And I come here, I've been plonked down for three minutes, and you're slagging my cat off. Well, like, this is the reason why I'm slagging your cat off, though, because dogs are better. They understand the sense of feeling. They understand emotion. Your cat, you're sick of it. Grab hold of the cat, like that. You know, it just makes it instant. You just said, hisses at you. Who needs that when you're upset? Heartbreak. Well, I think, I think it's more of a judgment on you. I think you need someone who's there to mollycoddle, to be affectionate to you all the time. Whereas I don't mind a creature that's got a little bit of their own intelligence. And if they want to come over to me, they'll come over to me. If they don't, they don't. It's on my terms. I it's not your do- A dog comes over to people because they think they're going to get food and treats. I reckon, based on what you've said so far, when Tiggy starts going out, Tiggy ain't coming back. <laughs> Tiggy's sick of it. Honestly, I'd be sick of it. All I'm saying is... A dog comes You back. and your dog are idiots. Right. There you go. Dog like or cat can... person. <sighs> you don't need to choose. You do. Dog person. There we go. You don't need to I really like dog I I really like cats. No. I used to have a cat. I'm allergic. They're smelly. Oh that's why you don't they like They wheel all over the house. <laughs> but dogs smell much worse than cats. No, they don't. 
There is dog smell. They you know do. How cat smell. Wet dog smell is a phrase. You don't say that about cats. They do. You do. I do. Cat smell. <laughs> they smell like the food they eat, all over their face. Dirty. You just hate cats. Yeah, I don't like cats. Right, well, cats actually, smell like fish. They do smell like fish. I'd smell. rather a wet dog than fish. What are you wagging on about? Rubbish factor starts off. Wagging on. Andrea, what's your first fact of the show? So, Japanese railways hand out certificates for delays of more than five minutes. So, if you're delayed for more than five minutes, you get a certificate. And you get, so it's a certificate that you can give to your boss or to, what is it, your... Yeah, your employer. Your bosses or your teachers if you're going to school um, to let them know why you've been late. And they have some of these in Germany and Paris too. Great idea. Well, the I Japanese think that's great. famously yes. have the bullet train, right? Which this runs is... impeccably on time and it's ludicrously quick. So that's not a huge surprise. Yeah. It, I'd like a bit of money back though. I'd prefer money back than a certificate. Hmm. I'm sure they probably do though. I'm sure they probably do a refund because over here it's... 15 minutes. 15 minutes. You get delay repay allegedly. But the, Really? This, yeah. So over here, if you get nice. delayed for more than 15 minutes, more on overground not really underground you no if you really if you delayed. book a train mm-hmm. and it turns up more than 15 minutes later than it's scheduled to you get uh you get money in theory mm. i mean you've got to jump through a lot of hoops you know you've got to build your own train pretty much to get that but you can get some cash i yeah. got five minutes though that's really yeah it's like... tight really tight but also <clears> it's like understandable because five minutes is you know, when you're late five minutes at work, you're late five minutes at work and it can get you in a load of bother. If you've got a meeting, like five yeah. minutes when it comes to being at work and being present is a long time, especially for some employees, especially the corporate stuff. So having a certificate, mm-hmm. bang on, my job, I'll be on the radio at 10. I have walked in before slightly late, top of hours playing, I'm not even I'm not even present. Uh, it was a certificate, hold on a minute. Yeah, <laughs> I read the certificate out on the top of hour. Uh, Just after 10, good morning. Listen, I was delayed on the 8.24 from, there we go. Well, I was going to say, when I hear facts about this, it would be rubbish to have a regular job, wouldn't it? Yeah, I've got it. This is a normal job, isn't it? You just click stop, click record. There are people, someone listening, this could have taken us like five hours to record because we do a bit, we go away, we do a bit, we go away. Like, you make videos online. Imagine, I do. Imagine you just do what you want. Oh, I've got an idea, I'm going to do that. I mean, it's hard for what it is, but come on. Mm. Come on, still a lot. I, I, you call the. Um, I don't know if you have this term in America, but you know when everyone's like running, running, running to make the right train to get to work on time. That's called the rat race over here. Yeah, yeah. I hate the rat race. <clears throat> I love the fact that I have a job where I can just step away from the rat race, let it happen, and then I'll get the next train. I do too. I, I don't, know I don't ra- think I could deal with the anxiety of just running, 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 time, time, time. I'd be like, oh my, you know. I don't know if the. The rat race specifically means everyone running to get one train. No, it's the idea, though, just that rush, isn't it? Of just, like, you've got to get somewhere. You've got to yeah, be the, there. The rat like race is you being, on the, um, it's you being on the hamster wheel. That's what the rat race is. You're, mm-hmm. you're abiding by this game, mm. which it would be nice to do because, they, you know, you make a lot of money and you get some sweet benefits like pension and health care. But we can turn up and click record whenever we want. I once got delayed on a train. Uh, I'm not going to say the name of the company because it's not fair. And obviously, yeah, there's other train companies, blah, 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 blah. Uh, somebody blocked the toilet because they had such bad diarrhea that they pulled the emergency thing, which, by the way, you get a big old fine in the UK for doing that if it's not something severe. Uh, a blocked toilet isn't severe. Don't need to be putting the emergency thing. There we are in between West Ornden and Langdon. Like that. Guy's got, you know, train driver's got out, he's walking down, what's going on? He's on the overhead, and is it you guys got the toilet? Yeah, I, I never feel, I used to get really annoyed by 
or when you couldn't go in toilets in trains. But then one time I was coming back from a Christmas do and I was so hungover and just so out of it that I had to sit in the toilet the whole time and just like sit there for like a 50 minute journey, lock the door. People wandering around, banging on the door, who's in there, open up. And it was just me, like I needed that space. So from then on, I'll never complain about a train toilet not being open. That is, you must have been, because train toilets are notoriously disgusting. Yeah. yeah. So you must have been in a very bad place to need to be in one. World of pain. And obviously there's no ventilation as well. So you were just inhaling poo fumes for the whole time you was hungover. Yeah. Great. Merry yeah. Christmas. There you go. Right, my first fact of the show, and I'm loathe to talk about this now because I'm going to push talk about more about dogs. Oh, there we go. Because there's more stuff to talk about with dogs. Nice. We have more dog facts than we have cats for a certain reason. You dogs know, in well. Cannes, at the Cannes Film Festival, mm-hmm. they give out a prize called the Palm d'Or, which is the best film of the festival. Right. They also give out a prize called the Palm Dog for the best canine performance in any film of the year. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So cute. Let's see. The most recent one. I've already got my favourite dog appearance, by the way. Cheaper by the dozen. <laughs> favourite film. The dog in it's fantastic. Cute dog. What what kind of dog is it again? Uh, it's almost like a sort of um, Labrador crossed with like maybe a bit of a Great Dane situation. Hmm. And then it like runs in Cheaper by the dozen too. Great scene. Eats the meat from the pillow underneath Mr. Murtaz. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love that scene. It's very well acted by the dog. <laughs> I will say, I. The, there is no dog from Cheaper by the Dozen that's been given the prize. What, what, what year would that have been? 2004, probably? Love what have I watched it? I've watched it 20 times every year for probably the last 10 years. Well, let's yeah. say it was in 2005. The actual best dog, the palm dog, went to Bruno from the film The Cave of the Yellow Dog. Who knew? This is the problem when you're looking at these films. I've hardly heard of any of them. Dalmatians in Yeah, because the, they're like independent films, right? Well, I mean, there's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in here, right? Oh, really? So, yeah. So, Sayuri, who played Brandy in that film. I don't know. I can't remember that dog in the film, but she won Best Dog that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, uh, the whole canine cast from a film called Dogman won in 2018. Let's see the stuff from The Lobster, The Artist, Sightseers. So... You know, we were talking about famous dogs last week and I was asking whether they had a bit of a swagger or a strut to them. Well, it turns out they even win prizes at Cannes, the most famous film festival, where they get the palm dog. So, so it matters. Do, do they go to the festival? Uh, I don't know, but they get given... Well, the award consists of a leather, a leather dog collar. Mm, back to your search history again, Connor, that says palm dog <laughs> on it. Uh, oh, he liked that, didn't he? That's he what it's called. Leather dog collar. Yeah. That was the good. judges for the Palm Dog, uh, in, in this is when I can last find out, <clears> ten <throat> years ago, were the Time Chief the Times Chief Film Critic, Kate Moore, the Daily Telegraph's Robbie Collin, The Guardian's Peter Bradshaw, and Heat Magazine's Charles Gant. So they are the big film critics around that have to sit there and say, You're the best dog. Just a question, is there a cat award? There's no cat award. Well, this is the problem. No, 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 hold on. Society looks very badly. Is upon there dog. a cat award, yes or no? Not from what I found. No, there isn't. For a simple, simple reason. They're in the same category well, as toads, tadpoles, and caterpillars. I tell you why. Pointless. I tell you why. Up the dogs. I tell you why. Uh, it's because no no cat can ever, ever live up to the greatest cat in the history of cinema, Mr. Jinx from Meet the Parents. What about Garfield? It's not a real cat. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you can make it's it real. It's a cartoon real, cat. It's Mr. Jinx. Right. In Meet the Fockers, he flushes the toilet. 
Train a cat to do that. I've tried to train my cat. You can't do it. No, your cat just gets his bits out all over the webcam. <laughs> on your, Yeah, wonderful. Go flush the toilet. Stop getting your bits out on webcam to all of my colleagues. Cat yeah. in movie award. Any standout dog performances your side? Um, yeah. Homeward Bound. Oh, see, that, there's a cat. Homeward home. Bound. Do you know that film? No, I've not seen it. Is yeah. it on Disney Plus? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It oh, is. Homeward like Bound. A, That's yeah, one the, the one with the two dogs and one cat. Yeah, standout home. cat, Harry Potter. What are you talking about? The guy sweeping and he's dead, isn't he? The cat. That's a oh. great dead cat performance, that. The cat's just instantly. <laughs> well, she's pet- not- petrified. Petrified, that's it. <laughs> get it right. You God, it. I'd love to. Can you train your cat to petrify? Mrs. Mrs. Norris, no. you're talking about. And I've not <laughs> yeah. seen it, but I know Homeward Bound. And let me tell you this that's up your street, Connor. Tiggy, Tiggy, petrify. <laughs> Amazing. Flush the toilet. Stop getting your bits out on webcam. Train it. Who hurt you? Huh? Who hurt you? <laughs> I've been hurt you've, before by a bloody cat. I tell you, I've never been hurt by a dog. With a very riled attitude today, and I don't think I like it. Yeah. <laughs> well. Hello, my name is Mark Thompson, your guide aboard the Constellation Station podcast. Tune in every Monday for your weekly guide to all things going on in the skies above the UK that week. From meteor showers to comets and eclipses to supernova explosions, I will have it all. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or wherever you get your podcasts from. But until then, let's hope for some clear skies. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Thank you very much for listening, by the way. If you have any facts or any opinions on dogs and cats, uh, let us know, baffledpods.com. Right. You can also get merch while you're there. Make sure you follow all of our socials because we're having a lot of fun over on there on Instagram and TikTok. Right. Three more facts to do. The big question, will Andrea stay awake? Let's find out. Connor, what you got? Coffee, 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 coffee. I just finished it. Ah, it will kick in in a moment. Uh, By the end, he'll be like, what my next fact is? Uh, just a really, really great, enjoyable one. During Eminem's sentencing for a weapons charge that he had in 2001, the judge said, Mr. Mathers, now is the time for you to please stand up. And that is great judging. 
obviously a fan. You had to slip it in. Would the real Slim Shady please stand up? Yes, sir. I will stand up for you. Is there a video of that? Uh, there is actually a video of him reacting. I tried to find a clip of it, but I don't think they filmed the actual oh, yeah. thing that happened. But, but this isn't... So <clears> a, <throat> that would naturally happen, though. Oh, wait, let me... No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. Mr. Mathers, just... now is the time for you to please stand up. But that's what judges... Mr. Mathers, will you stand up? He's Please stand up. With the real Slim Shady. Do we know if it's intentional? Like, of course it is. No, I think it is. It kind of sounds like it is because that is like word for word. A judge judge is staying there. A judge is like presiding over a serious offence where Eminem was alleged to have been carrying a weapon charge. Yeah, been carrying a weapon. 2001. It's not that serious in America. Yeah, he's a high profile person. There is no way the judge is using this opportunity to put in a gag to make everyone like him. He's not sitting there going, oh, by the way, Mr. Mathers, please stand up. I reckon he is. No, he's just asking him to stand up and it's it's melded together quite nicely. He he would ask every defendant. He would say, Connor Knight, please stand up. Mr. Mathers, Will you please stand up? Why are you so against this? <laughs> well, because... <laughs> well, for two reasons. The dog and cat thing has pissed me off. <laughs> and also, it's just there's no way a judge in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a quite a high-profile court case, because Eminem is a famous rapper, and he is on trial uh, uh, for possession or whatever it was, there's no way he's using that for a, like a little comedy. He's not. Like, judges are the most professional people. He's not going to... Uh, judges know, like, are... You'll never guess. You won't have heard this before. Eminem, please stand up. He's not doing it. Yes, judges are people too. Yeah. Judges are people too. <laughs> Mr. Mathers. Sense of humour. Will you please stand up? And you just said you've not seen a video for it. So all you've seen is a photo of this happening, presumably a tweet which says it, and you, you, you're putting that tone on it yourself. I think it's great. I think it's true. <laughs> and also, facts are as true as you want them to be. No, they're literally not. That's the point of this show, is we decide which is true and That very much true. could be a fact, as much as you can sit there and say it didn't happen. It might well have happened. It says it happened. There's more sources that say it happened too. And I genuinely believe, if I was the judge, I would have done the same thing. Mr. Mathers, right. will you please stand up? Will you please right. stand up? Please stand Fantastic. up. Fantastic. You wouldn't say that no, term. You, you say, Dan Simpson, please stand. No, you That's have, what yeah, they say. Yeah. You have hit the nail on the head. Mr. Simpson. You have hit the nail on the head. The reason, so you said, if you were a judge, you'd have said that. That is the reason you're not a judge. No, Because yeah. you're having the thought process. This is a time for a bit of comedy for me to get a line in. Why not? Because it's a very serious job. Yeah, but, yeah, but a weapon charge in the States, I imagine, is not a 10-year stretch. And it's Eminem. Yeah. yeah. And so it's he's, not saying, he's not playing to the gallery. He's not going, oh, all of you people here, he'll be annoyed that this is happening. Maybe he's playing to the gallery. No, Maybe Mr. he's Matters. just having a little fun. Yeah. And funny's okay in our world. Mm. Don't know about you, grumps, you know. But anyway, Mr. Mathers, will you please stand up? Absolutely, I will, sir. Real Sim Shady. Love it. <laughs> I want to imagine it's real, so don't take it away from me. Andre, give us your last fact of the show. Fortune cookies are not a Chinese creation, but rather a Californian one uh, by way of Japan. So... In 1906, a Japanese immigrant started Ben Kyoto, which is a Japanese confectionery store in San Francisco where they started fortune cookies. I thought fortune cookies were just made in the UK. I didn't know that that was a worldwide thing. I thought it was just a UK thing. You know, like Chicken Teeth in Madras was made in Scotland. I thought fortune cookies might have been something that the UK created for Chinese takeaway food. I didn't know. It's Japanese takeaway food. Oh, it's a Japanese takeaway food. 
No, because you always get it in, with a Chinese takeaway, right? Well, this is what I'm confused but about. So they're, they're so they're made by a Japanese guy that was in California, San Francisco, in San Francisco, but they're not Chinese. Yet you get them with a Chinese takeaway. Oh, so, right, got you. This makes sense. Yeah. I, I've seen videos of um, almost factories in San Francisco where they are cracking out the. Um, uh, the fortune cookies. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I think it, there was one point where this might be wildly out there, but it, it was a stat that was something like eighty percent of the world's fortune cookies are made in San Francisco, like a, like a silly amount. You know, more about this than I do. you know, and also is there a thought that you know a fortune cookie could make one of the world's best films ever made? Absolutely, Freaky Friday. You oh. know, the narrative, the substance, all revolves around a fortune cookie. So good, great film. <clears throat> the one, of the, one Gate, of the best films written. That the Golden Gate Fortune Cookie Factory make ten thousand fortune cookies a day. Oh my gosh! Wow, they taste rubbish. I used to love them, but yeah, they're kind of bland. I just think they're really, really bad. Like, I don't really get it. And then you read the thing inside as well, and you're like, I think I read this one last week. <laughs> yeah, it says cats are better than dogs. Yeah, we, yeah. well, there you go. It's a bit like, um, oh, what is it? I think burritos are Californian and not Mexican. Yeah, there's like, because you've got the peninsula over there, the Baja Peninsula, there's, um, like, it is, it is quite close, right? Because San Diego is, is right on the border. So uh, that, that, that makes sense that that food filters across. Well, it's like mm. Tex-Mex, isn't it, as well? Yeah. Tex-Mex yeah. food is better than Mexican food. It's, they say it's better anyway. And a lot of that is just redone versions of Mexican food. And half of the stuff they probably don't do it in Mexico. It's just very taco-based, but they've got loads of other stuff. But it's actually, you know, better mm. food than you get in Mexico, some say. I don't know. I've never been to Mexico. But mm. there you go. What's your guys' favourite takeaway? It's a great question. Uh, it depends what mood I'm in. Dif- different foods for different needs. Right now, what do I want? Uh, Thai. Ooh. I have a strong opinion that an Indian takeaway is never worth it. I don't think it's ever worth it. I think the idea of a takeaway curry is always much better than what you're getting. I think if you've got a lot of people round and you're all sitting at a big table and you've got the naans, the poppadoms and stuff, I, it's more about the event. But I, I think if it's just you and your partner, I don't think a takeaway Indian is ever worth it. Go mm. to a restaurant. I think you can't be... I agree with that as well with the Indian stuff, 100%. Just mm. go to... It's all... And yeah, just go to a restaurant. Pizza takeaway is always good. Yeah. For me, I'd rather eat a pizza as a takeaway than I would in a restaurant. And it's, 100%. And it's different ta- It's different different types of pizza, right? Because... But I'd rather just have the box. It's a, a pizza for me is a film takeaway. Yeah. It's made to be at home. When you go out and you have a pizza, I'm kind of like... I think you're right. But you know what I mean? There's there's sometimes when you want like a fatty pizza, like the big dough with a bit of crap cheese and tomato on top. But there's other times you want to be healthy. So you get a sourdough pizza. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, what about you? Uh, I might have to say pizza too because like it's just such a safe. Can't go wrong. Yeah. I Although, think that's one that, I, yeah. I've enjoyed ramen takeaway. And the reason for that is because you can never quite do it as well at home. Like, faux, I can get takeaway to my place, and it's so good. Like, ramen takeaway on Deliveroo is banging. Hang on, I, I feel you. Are you laughing at the pronunciation of yeah. that? Faux. It's far. What is it? It's far. Far? Yeah. It's not even a word. Well, well it's, it's, uh, it's an Asian word. Right, I thought it was faux. I've called it faux. Everyone else called it faux. But then again, I'm from Essex, so... Uh... 
We just phonetically say everything. You want we call him an S mass, you know? You want said on this podcast that you have ramen three times a week. Why are you getting ramen delivered if you're just making it at home? Friday night treat, super tasty, little delivery. Can't beat it. I like the uh, chicken with the spicy broth. Great. From fur. There we go. From, from fur. Last fact of the show. Two states have official toys. So, you know, in the US, states have, we spoke about flags, the official state flags recently, didn't we? And that you get official state animals and official state songs. Well, two states have official state toys. Kansas have the Etch-A-Sketch and Mississippi have the teddy bear. Interesting. How, why, when, why did they do this? I could find little information about that. Oh, really? They, they just, just they them. just... I feel like America is just like that, though, like, especially with, like, high schools and mascots. It's like... We kind of like to have that, like yeah, yeah. <clears throat> having like because the... you guys don't have mascots, really, do you? No, we have like uh, we have mascots at like Premier League football games. So like Arsenal have a mascot. Mm-hmm. I think there's is a is there's a dinosaur, Gunnosaurus. Gunnosaurus. Yeah, then you've got Watford that have got a bee. West Ham have got like a hammerhead shark. So like the hammers. So, but I don't know if that's the same sort of mascot that you're talking about. No, like at university though, like um. Because my University of Leicester didn't really, I think we had, we did have a mascot, but there was never anything like that had it on there, like the no. jumpers and stuff. Because in at in America, you would have like yeah, jumpers yeah. and stuff. It's well, like really and big. everything's massive out there as well, isn't it? So like the like when you go to like basketball, I went to see the Knicks at Madison Square Gardens. Have, have you done that before? It's ridiculous. Like the basketball is almost for me anyway, being like a first time viewer, it was second to all of the performance. Yeah. Was so it? like yeah. The, the cheerleaders and the music yeah. and the light show and everything. I was like, this is worth the hundred dollars. This yeah. is great. Well, and then the basketball happened. Well, this is and you might have realized it in, in, in your time being here, like the British have that. They have the mascots, but it, it's we're so loath to be enthusiastic about anything, it's just always naff. You know, it's always naff. Whereas if you get college football over in America, they're going all out for it. You know, people love their Ohio State team or whatever is much more than they would like an NFL team. Whereas British people loving their university that much, it's just a bit naff. I mean, even like sports at university, like there were people that did sports at my university, but it wasn't like this big thing like, oh, I'm on the football team or on the... No, it's just an excuse to find people to drink you, with. Were you any teams? Did you like, <laughs> no. have like a t- you weren't a sport? Not at university. I, um, I was in the, high school? I was in volleyball. Volleyball? Yeah. Hey, see, this is the thing, man. I wished I grew up in America because it's just, there's more fun yeah. sport options. You'd have been one of those quiet band geeks, I think. No, I would have, I would have worn the college jacket, I reckon. Like, I would have like a T-bird. Which sport? It would have been soccer. Oh, okay. Yeah. But then also as well, I feel like, you know, I'm a little bit of American. You know what you should the biceps of the American football, do you reckon? Or I can do a little bit of damage with him. Well, here's what's interesting, and this actually could be a separate fact. So Mississippi designated the teddy bear as their official state toy in 2002. President Theodore Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt, went to the Mississippi Delta to hunt black bear in 1902, where he... This is interesting. Just going to let you know. This is interesting. This is two facts in one. Teddy Roosevelt, the president in 1902, went to the Mississippi Delta to hunt black bears. He saw one that was injured and refused to shoot it. He then got the nickname 
you know, Theodore Teddy Roosevelt kind of came from that. It was all in one. Oh, and to fun. celebrate that... Theodore got his nickname from, yeah. Thank well, you. Teddy, it's a Teddy, yeah. Teddy, Teddy Theodore Bear. Roosevelt. It's kind of all in one. <laughs> Remind me of his nickname, because it does slip my mind sometimes. What's and Theodore's nickname? And as, and as part of that, to commemorate that, 100 years later, mm. they made the teddy bear the state toy of Mississippi. Theodore Roosevelt. Any more questions, Your Honour? Well, no, just quickly. <laughs> any more? When you any said more. Theodore Roosevelt and you said, of course, his nickname, I was like, yeah, it does slip. Did it slip your mind, Theodore Roosevelt's nickname? Just, you know, I forget that sometimes. Well, wait. Is that his nickname? Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, yeah, Teddy Roosevelt. Okay. Wait. Teddy Roosevelt. I don't know. I don't know. No, don't worry. You, 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 you got jet lag brain. <laughs> all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the MacBook Air just went. <laughs> you know, That's you, you know that. You know that meme with the the woman yeah. that has like yeah. the maths. Or the... <laughs> like... I can actually see the spinning beach ball <laughs> in your face. It's just like you're just like frozen. Just like, there, like that. I've got a command control escape you, and I think I just force quit you right now. And, you know, you're done. You're tired, which is fine. No, but I got that. Mm. The teddy bears now make sense. Well, I got some of the story. Well, also, if ever yeah. there was a way to finish you off, by the way, today with your jet lag, it was Dan's final part of the podcast there. <laughs> Going to bed after <laughs> this. But thank you, Dan. Very much necessary when it comes to your facts. So why is the teddy bear the Mississippi toy? Well, back in 1902, President Theodore Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt, went to the Mississippi Delta to hunt a black bear. He refused to shoot an injured bear there, and he has been synonymous with the teddy bear ever since. So the teddy bear was named after Theodore Roosevelt. And then the and then that could have been a separate fact on its own. Then the other the other state the other the other state's toy. Etch a sketch is the official state toy of Kansas, and I do not know why. I can't even think of a reason why it would be etch and sketch. Did you just say the teddy bear is named the teddy bear because of that man? That's what I'm saying. That's one of the best facts of the whole bloody year. That's what I'm saying. But why didn't you deliver that fact? Instead, you, gave me, a load of, you gave me a load of nonsense. Because I spill just... happened and I was like, this is a great fact. Because I discovered that halfway through. It's That's... been an emotional ride today. Now listen, what have we learned this week? Because I'm done. <laughs> what have we learned? You get a certificate in Japan if you're late. Also, a judge did not make a joke at an official trial in court with Eminem. Simply didn't happen. It was just a coincidence. And teddy bears are named after Theodore Roosevelt, the president. Cats are equally with dogs. You can be a cat person, you can be a dog person. Say goodbye, Connor. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Andrea. Goodbye. See you later. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.